0: Um, John, can you just give me two seconds? Because my cat is at the door screaming. Okay, Um, sure. And people are going to think I'm cruel otherwise. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Weddings. Oh, weddings. This this is a good topic because, I mean, everybody wants to hear about it. And I, I but, you know, what? before we get to it, I just want to I just want to make an announcement that that Debbie caught up on the show. And she's she's current. And I let her know that we were off by a week with the new episode. So, um, you know, I, I just want to make sure I was worried when she got behind that maybe perhaps uh, we were losing our edge. We were not quite as entertaining as we once were. And, <laughs> and I, I feel like we've been redeemed because she's back caught up. And so this is a very special episode going going out to my sister-in-law. Well, there we go. Um, Tell me about your wedding. I, you know, everybody knows you're getting married, and uh, at some point in the future, and it, and I can only imagine what. Uh, it's been a very long time since
0: I I went through the process, but it was a hassle
1: then, and I'm sure it's just as big a hassle now.
0: Well, I mean, to that though, we were discussing last night. How on earth did people do this without the internet? Because this is true. I don't think I use the internet I, at all on mine. I I don't know how I would even do it, but. It's just so stressful. There are so many moving parts. There's yep. all these weird, like, oh, well, this is tradition, and you have to, you should do this, and you should do that. And I think, well, no, do you know what? I'm not going to do this thing that all these websites tell me to do. <laughs> um, right. And oh my god, wedding websites! Like that's a, that's a whole market that I hadn't even considered existed. Um, you know, some of these are huge, huge websites, <laughs> and they're probably making a fortune, but I just never considered that they even existed.
1: Well, anytime you have people who have a pile of money that they need to spend on a thing that's going to happen no matter what, right, they, they, it just brings them out. I mean, you've got – you, you. I think weddings, the assumption is you have money to burn, and you're going to burn it,
0: so why don't you burn it on me instead of somebody else? Oh, yeah, for sure, and, and whatever number. Whatever that amount of money you've got, there's a product for a wedding that will cost that amount of money. Sure. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's getting there. We we've booked some things, it's it's kind of moving forward, but you know, the last couple of weeks it's like been the only thing that we can think about and talk about because we're like, oh well, we need to organise this and we need to organise that and, and like there's all these sort of moving parts that need to work together it's a major production. I mean, it's a whole project, right? I mean, it's like your second job now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think I'd need a second job to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. You'll end
1: up working down at the, uh, at the Tesco handing out those, those, you know, five P bags.
0: They don't have the five P bags anymore. I don't think I told you this. Oh,
1: you didn't tell me this. You know, you've been holding out on me. It's been a long time since I brought up my favorite topic.
0: I'm so sorry. Yeah, they don't have five p bags anymore. They have ten p ones. Oh, um, are they and nicer? They have some slightly more expensive ones. Yeah, they're nicer. They got good um, handles. They don't I, have to I... donate any of that money to charity, mm. um, which is why they're actually doing it. I see. All right, I, I
1: got a I got a very good quality Tesco bag when I was in. Uh, in London over the summer, and then I, you know, I think I actually had an opportunity to go to a Tesco while I was in Dublin, too, you know, I don't know, I can't, I'm trying to think whether it was much of a different experience going to uh, one in Ireland, but it was roughly the same, you know, it's about what you'd expect.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been to a Tesco in either Spain or France, basically the same, It's just impossible to tell the difference, so I can't imagine that Ireland would be that much different.
1: I find that this self-checkout process at Tesco a little bit stressful. I've got to admit, it's just a little, I don't know. They don't have many people working at those things. It's It might as well be an Amazon Go, except for one very disgruntled employee usually sitting somewhere to deal with the people who don't know what they're doing, which was kind of me.
0: Well, the, yeah, the, those tills are a little bit sensitive as well. Um, all of the supermarkets in the UK use the same system uh-huh. um, and the same tills, although you know they're all white labeled and branded so you think that it's like a special checkout just for that supermarket but it's definitely not um but yeah they can get a bit weird at times yeah i know but you know i'm i've got it down it's not like we don't have those things in america
1: you know i mean we don't have that fancy peanut butter here but uh i saw you're you're buying you're buying like what are you buying i mean i thought i looked at this i was like is this vegemite and then i was like oh this is peanut butter
0: yeah this is marmite flavored peanut butter um, do you have Marmite? Have you no, ever had Marmite? No, is that like Vegemite? Probably not. Um, well, I've never had Vegemite, so I don't, that's an I don't Australian know if the two thing. Two things well, are the we same. should ask
1: Jeremy uh, Burge about that. But uh, all right, Mar- wait—it's Marmite-flavored peanut butter?
0: Yeah, so it's peanut butter with a sort of flavor of Marmite. So it's not like you know—I wouldn't want to make this myself by mixing the two together. I think it's just got sort of the flavors. <laughs> From Marmite in the peanut butter, and I came home from work this evening to try it because uh, uh, Alex at work, well, we'd all been uh, four or five of us who'd been wanting it for a while because it came out a few weeks ago. Oh, so it's kind of Alex a new managed thing? to find it at the weekend and had to buy five jars in the supermarket
1: <laughs> to take to all your all your coworkers.
0: Yeah yeah he um he messaged us, and he was like I found it and and like by the time we'd all finished he'd had to, he had to buy five jars oh, um, so he looked like the weirdo buying this much peanut butter
1: I, I bet so I, that that um so it's a new thing then is it
0: yeah, so it came out um, three or four weeks ago, i think, and it started online for like one or two supermarkets, and now it sort of s- slowly started to show up in the stores um but we we couldn't order online because they had like a minimum spend of 40 pound and we (laughs) we didn't need to buy that much marmite peanut (laughs) bar all right well explain to me what marmite is if you can um oh god i don't think i
1: could it's um we don't have that here as far
0: as i'm aware i mean maybe in some specialty store yeah you're probably going to find that in the uh like the you know where they have like all the English chocolate bars in that really expensive section in the American supermarkets? Yep. It'll very likely be there. Oh, there um I have seen it when I've been in the US. Um <laughs> Well that's interesting. I'm not sure I'll how to describe it, it, but you have it on toast or crumpets i mean not your crumpets i've had american crumpets that that's not crumpets Um. (laughs) okay i think we're turning into another show that was just
1: recently started and and you you were very upset about some sort of uh biscuit versus cookie debate that went on
0: yeah this oh what's the show even called
1: (laughs) it's called Um. uh pants in your boot maybe
0: yeah, pants in the Pants in the Boot, I think. Yeah, this is another so, a new new incomparable show. Um we'll put a link in the show notes. But it it was it was pretty fun um to listen to. I think they're sort of recording a bunch of short episodes all at the same time. Um so there'll hopefully be a few more out soon. But yeah, they're sort of discussing the difference between British things and American things. Um and, and yeah, the first episode was about cookies and biscuits. And a British person said the hobnobs weren't biscuits, which is just outrageous. Oh, I can't believe it. You know, that's like an insult to the
1: entire country.
0: I I just, I couldn't believe this was even a thing. Um, But, you know, other than that, the show was very good.
1: Um. Maybe there'll be another controversy about crisps around the corner.
0: Oh, that's almost definitely coming. I can imagine.
1: Hmm. All right, well, Um, so you got your peanut butter and and you took it home and you, have you had it yet?
0: Yes, I came home and had a slice um, of toast with Marmite peanut butter just to try it, um, and it's it's nice. I'm not I'm not sure I'd want a lot of it, yeah, because um, it's it's kind of quite salty because um, between the peanut butter and the Marmite, it, it, it's become quite it, you know makes it a lot more salty than than standard peanut butter, but it's still pretty nice. All right, all right, I may have to go look for
1: this sometime. We have a we have a new giant grocery store. that's probably the biggest grocery store I've ever been to. Uh, in our area. It's almost like the size of like a Walmart or, you know, some really giant store like that in in the U.S. And part of the thing is that they have a lot of international food because they're kind of positioned in a place in Chicago that's an intersect town that's at an intersection between a lot of people who have immigrated from Eastern Europe and from China and a bunch of other countries. And so they have row after row of, you know, they have like the India Isle and the and the China aisle, and then they'll have the 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 Poland aisle, and there's on and on and on. Well, they've got in Russian; they've got a whole Russian section. Uh, so it's very interesting to see what what's in there. And it's on top of that, it's all the kind of stuff you'd normally expect in a U.S. grocery store. Um, but it's uh, I I don't recall if they have a British aisle. I don't think that you know where I live is is a hotbed of of UK immigrants, but. Uh, you know i could. just a
0: bunch of people look at wander around looking for crunchies <laughs> yeah. like dairy milk I, I,
1: I, I could be wrong you know we it's pretty easy to find dairy milk here but crunchies are just about impossible crunchies and yeah. flakes and uh twirls those are all really hard to find and those are like 3 of my favorites
0: yeah those, those are all... I, I think i kind of forget how good they are um but then if i come to america and i go to look for chocolate or something I think I don't want any of this I need to go to the international section it's all it's all waxy and has no flavor and
1: you know unless you're getting like some really high end specialty chocolate from some small company you know if you just go out and get like a Hershey's bar or something it's really it doesn't really you know you can't really stand it up next to anything by Cadbury, Cadbury especially if the, the Cadbury is coming from the UK
0: yeah definitely not
1: did you see that the edge browser people found the download for the edge browser and then uh rambo had a had a screenshot of activity monitor for the the beta of the of the browser and it was just like dozens of processes running at the same time eating up all sorts of memory it was it's a complete it's a complete mess and i i, I sent it to uh, federico and ryan's like don't touch this <laughs> give it give it a little give it a little while to bake in the oven well the thing is it it is chrome it not is not even
0: it's not just chromium like you can go to the chrome urls to get to like settings and stuff and it just replaces it with edge oh really i didn't know that yeah and all chrome extensions work with it and stuff like that
1: yeah it's uh it's interesting i mean i they you know they te- yesterday they teased with a really short gif the Mac version, and I guess based on this uh, this discovered download link, which wasn't supposed to be public, it has touch bar support for media playback and stuff like that, but um, still don't know much about it on the Mac.
0: Yeah, I, I downloaded it and tried it, but to be honest, I couldn't tell the difference between that and Chrome, so... <clears throat> i just closed it and moved on with my day it wasn't uh, causing problems in terms of memory usage or anything because this w-
1: what i saw from rambo looked looked pretty bad but i you know i didn't bother to do it myself
0: well to be fair i use chrome all day anyway so, <laughs> so- i'm not <laughs> i'm not going to notice any memory use from another browser See,
1: you've always got you already have browser stockholm syndrome you've already, you're already used to your your machine coming to a grinding halt from using chrome
0: yeah, pretty much. All right. So you know right. that that was just like, oh, it's just another tab as far as my computer was concerned. I today I just wrote about on Mac stories
1: that Jeff Johnson did this little this little app that's free that you can download on GitHub and it stops Apple News URLs from opening up in uh, the News app and and sends you to Safari instead because what it does is it it resolves it it takes over the URL scheme from. Apple News resolves the the original URL, and then in the background, and then it opens up Safari to that page. It's kind of nice if that bothers you. I mean, I, the news app doesn't really bother me personally that much, but if you're already working in Safari, I can see how you'd want to stay in Safari and not have multiple apps opening up.
0: Yeah, well, I think I have a filter on uh, Tweetbot that filters out any Apple News links. Um, really, so because if I click them on iOS, it says, "Oh, you need to install the news app." Um, how do you not on have, the Mac? It seems to be okay, so I just don't bother. How do you not have the news app
1: installed? Don't you have to uh, affirmatively delete that?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, all right. But I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't really use it. Um, I, I don't really get any use out of it, so I kind of deleted it, and then I just got annoyed by the fact that they won't just redirect to the original URL.
1: Yeah, there. I mean, it's it's far worse actually on the Mac because at least on iOS. There are uh, there are extensions and share extensions to do things like send an article to reading list, which is part of Safari. Uh, but you don't have that on the Mac. I mean, there there are things missing from the app on the Mac because it's you know early marzipan and all that. But uh, but yeah, I'm okay with it. I, I actually it was terrible when it first came out. I thought, and over time, Graham Spencer, who used to work with us at Mac Stories, kind of convinced me that it was worth taking another look. And I like the app a lot now. I, what I use it for is like my RSS is, is huge and has tons and tons of, link, you know, of feeds in it that I follow. But those are like strictly for work stuff and anything that I'm just kind of more interested in on a personal level. For the most part, not entirely, but for the most part, I just follow it in in uh, Apple News now. Whether it's you know, video games or music or just general news. Uh, I, I use Apple News for a lot of that now.
0: Yeah, I I keep trying Apple News, and every time I open it up, I see... Well, you see a lot of American uh, lot of, news is what you see, right? Well, yeah, I mean, he who must not be named is always on there somewhere. Right, um, well, that's
1: probably going to be but, true, even if you open up The
0: Guardian, though, right? Or The Daily... <laughs> or oh, whatever. for sure, yeah, but one, of the, I think one of the things Apple News in the UK tries to do is they go, oh we're the UK, we should bring in all these UK newspapers, which in theory makes sense. In practice, a lot of the UK quote-unquote newspapers are just gossip magazines. Right. Uh, the Daily Mail, the Mirror, um, the Sun. Yeah. And no matter how many times I say I'm not interested in them, they still keep turning up every now and again.
1: Was It It was the Daily Mail that had the story about the guy who swallowed the AirPod, right? I think it was. Uh,
0: yeah, I think it might have been, actually, which, <laughs> which maybe just means it's complete crap. Right, it could be. Excuse the turn of phrase. No, I, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is because the story that I read, I think,
1: may have been written by uh, Benjamin Mayo at Nine to Five, and he basically had a qual- uh, you know a, a disclaimer in his story that said it is from the Daily Mail. So who knows if it's really true?
0: Well, yeah, I mean that that is always a problem. Again, that's what that's one of those URLs that if somebody tweets a link to that, I'm not going to look at it because either it's not going to be true or it's going to be deliberately written in such a way to just make me angry.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. You know, the other thing that's interesting about Apple News is you can kind of get a sense for, because it it tries to suggest sections for you, that it thinks you're interested in, it gives you some insight into what you might be spending too much time reading. And then you can say, no, I don't want to see that. And then you can just filter it out because it was suggesting to me for a while that I follow an entire section on Brexit. I'm like, well, you know, I'm kind of interested in in Brexit. I mean, I have friends who live in the UK and, and I'd, I'd like to kind of know what's going on, but I don't want a whole section on Brexit.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I live here, and even even I, you know, I have more of a theoretical interest in Brexit than a, um, than a and a sort of active urge to read every single story about
1: it. Right, right. It would drive you mad if you're if you're not careful. Uh, Apple News, the whole News Plus thing, has gotten a little weird lately too. It's really interesting. Right as the thirty day, uh, free trial started expiring, all sorts of weird stuff happened. There were subscriptions that just disappeared. There was one morning where, if you went into Apple News Plus, uh, probably about two thirds of the magazines were just gone, just not there. Uh, they came back, and there seems to be a lot of back end stuff going on because I think they they switched the. Uh, oh, I'm going to forget the terminology now, but it originally you could you would subscribe to magazines, you know, so you would follow them, and I think they switched the terminology to something like follow or. Or whatever, I don't remember what it is. But they've been monkeying around with it and, and there's been a lot of like share extensions stopped working at some point and then they came back and I don't know. It's I'm torn on that one because on the one hand I don't really have time to read more than I already read, but it is a pretty good deal if you if if you would otherwise find yourself maybe thinking about subscribing to say the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or any of these magazines like, you know, the New Yorker or Atlantic or I don't know, whatever they are, um, it is kind of nice to have. And there's some really good gaming magazines on there like Retro Gamer and The Edge. Those are both on Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Um,
0: I mean, of course, all, all of this comes with with the asterisks that it's not available in the UK or, you know, most other countries yeah, right now. I know, that
1: is a problem. That's a huge problem. But hopefully that'll roll out more broadly. I, I mean... That's always been a frustration of mine, at least things like when we are dealing with thinking about linking something in the Wall Street Journal, for instance, I'm always hesitant to do it because who's really, who who are Mac Stories readers, How, you know, what percentage of those people actually can get past the paywall? And you can try to get past it through Google, like searching the name of the title and all that stuff, but that doesn't work as well as it used to in my experience. Uh, But, but I do like, even if we don't link to it, I like to be, have access to that stuff just for my own knowledge for, you know, work related reasons. And, and $10 a month is a lot better deal than, than, uh, you know, than, than just actually subscribing to the, the Wall Street Journal, even though their, their subscription on Apple news is a little limited. It has some weird quirks to it, but you can get around this pretty well. I mean, You know, there are lots of ways to get around all these things, whether you're using Pocket or Instapaper or you're opening up the New York Times in Safari View Controller versus Safari versus Chrome. I mean, you can get around the paywalls pretty easily if you want to, for the most part, Um, but...
0: I don't know. Yeah, I guess it just depends how much effort you're willing to put in <laughs> exactly. to you know to to read one story that maybe somebody shared or something like that. Right. Well, that's why you use an app like Opener because it
1: can be set up to open open up your links in various different places, and you can. I shouldn't give away all the trade secrets to how to open up. You know, once you once you reach your limit on the New York Times, there's plenty of ways to get past your limit. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as an aside, like Opener
1: is a really good app. It's so useful. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, you know, one of the tricks that I forget what it is, I think uh, I'm going to forget what it is, but uh, Federico taught me this trick where, you know, you can set it up so that if you get a Twitter link, you you can automatically open things in the Twitter client, which is really handy if what you want to do is access. Aspects of Twitter that aren't available in third-party apps. So you may be reading, you know, Twitter in uh, in Tweetbot or Twitterific, and you want to go and I don't know what you know, see a poll or look at the statistics for a particular for a particular tweet or something. It's using something like Opener, you can shoot out to the official client very easily and and uh, use those those. You know those features. Even if you, for the most part you stay on a third party client, although I'm I'm starting to wonder whether I might actually start using the uh, the official client. The the advantage of the third party apps is pretty limited now.
0: Yeah i I mean I, I, was it was it unconnected? They were mentioning this. Um, they were this week, but I, yeah i I do still think it. And then you know, on the one hand, like Hugh, I'm like, oh, maybe I should just move to it because. It's going to happen eventually, and on the other hand, I'm like, no, you can take Tweetbot out of my cold, dead hands. Uh, I'm going to keep using it as long as I possibly can.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it's, but I then I look and I see things like, I think yesterday Twitter announced that now with quote tweets, you can include media with them. I was like, well, I've been doing that forever on Tweetbot. Is that a new thing on Twitter?
0: Right. Yeah. I. I couldn't really understand what was happening for a while (laughs) yeah
1: anyway i mean it's there the other thing i noticed this morning is is twitter announced that do you remember when they they basically knocked a bunch of people off of twitter because they lied about their age when they got on the service
0: yeah yeah i I think that. that
1: was at least a year ago if not more maybe two years they they announced today that they're working with those people and contacting them to get them back on the service. I was like, really? It took you this long to deal with this? You didn't think about this up front? It's it's kind of amazing to me. Um, it's really funny. One of the workflow guys, the original workflow guys, disappeared off Twitter, and that's why. Because when he joined, I think he was like 13, and, <laughs> and he lied about his age, and they figured it out. I forget how they figured that stuff out. But but in any event, they not they uh, they shut down his account, um, and, but he got it back. I guess he had I guess he had the connections.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so strange. I mean, obviously, there's a clearly some internal mechanism that has led to that point. Um, but from the outside looking at you, like, what are you doing? Like, if if the person is now old enough, like, who cares? Let's just like well that's move on, right but... well
1: that's the problem is like what's well, it's like okay yeah i get it they lied about their age and they weren't the right age when they signed up but you know your service has been around for a decade and now you're going to knock all these people off who signed up when they were you know 15 years old and now they're 22 or whatever it happens to be
0: yeah i actually have this problem on paypal um i have a bank account that i can't <laughs> add um because I think I signed up for PayPal when I was, like, 16 or 17. Um, this happened to my son. Through some weird series of events. Like, I still have my account, and it's still functional. But there's one account that I can't add. Because for some reason, like, it, that account is flagged as, like, a an account that shouldn't be allowed. Because it was I was underage oh, no. at the time. I don't know what was going on. Well, he may get stuck with this. Um, this is why now
1: his youtube youtuber gamer editing video business is now being paid to me instead of to him because he he couldn't get a he couldn't get a paypal because he's only 15.
0: yeah that makes sense i mean (laughs) to be honest like most of the stuff i signed up for at 15 is is dead now uh myspace (laughs) right uh, face party which nobody seems to have heard of, but it definitely existed.
1: All your sick beats were lost a few months ago when they had that whole that whole thing when they, they moved to a new <laughs> server and lost all the music <laughs> for like a decade or
0: something. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I saw somebody had, had like pulled an archive of a bunch of them. It was like, you know, 80, 90 gigabyte of music or something. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's um, like
1: a researcher has, has generously donated. it's like, hmm, so there's some... Group out there that was scraping MySpace for all the music—it uh, it raised my eyebrow. I was wondering how legit that was, but uh, who knows? They they did, and I think it's on the Internet Archive now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 good. Like, a, you know, as much as it's kind of funny because it's MySpace and they're kind of just the butt of the joke at this point. Um, you know, but there was a lot of bands that started on MySpace oh, that yeah. you know presumably didn't get big. I mean, Arctic Monkeys got big sort of through myspace yeah um you know but there must be hundreds of bands that you know didn't make it really big who would have all their demos and tracks on there and stuff so um, you know no matter what it is it's always a shame if you lose you know a big chunk of the internet like that but you know what you're gonna do my myspace the, the
1: seniors are probably on there too you're familiar with the band aren't you
0: Oh, I'm very familiar with the seniors, yeah. Okay. All right, you know. <laughs> I have them saved in Spotify. <laughs> I think I
1: have them somewhere on on a drive somewhere and I don't even know. It's uh that's that's Federico's old band for those people on on uh, listening who don't who don't know.
0: Cool. So um I don't know, should we save a few of these bits for, for next time maybe?
1: Yeah, we can. We can. What do you wanna is there anything else you want to cover today?
0: Um, I I don't think so. This is something you wanted to um to talk about. You've you've got these was zip zap zip zap speakers. I have I have some speakers. <laughs>
1: uh, I have some speakers from uh, a company called Libertone, uh Libertone. I have to look at this. You're gonna have to edit this out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost called. No. That, I almost called. The, <laughs> Yeah, from Libertone. Libertone makes Zip speakers, and they're on, the only wireless uh, AirPlay 2 speakers. And I'm testing them out, and they're pretty good. Uh, they're not great, but they're not, they're not bad either. So I'll have a review on Mac Stories at some point. Um, in the meantime, no, I'll, t- I'll talk about them more once I fully have tested them out. I've only had them for a few days and only done a, tried them in a few environments. I want to give them a better chance outside, except it rains here constantly which has not been very useful uh, for testing outside, but yeah, I'll have them eventually.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting with the, you know, just as an aside, and, but the, the AirPlay thing, like AirPlay never seemed to sort of, don't get me wrong, like people use it and it exists in a bunch of different products, but it didn't infiltrate the market as I kind I think I imagined it would when they first announced it. You know, I was expecting little AirPlay dongles that would be like 10 $20 or something like that, and that just hasn't happened at all i assume because of licensing with yeah, apple but that's what i um, that's exactly you know, it's interesting I to see say. this stuff trickle out
1: yeah that's exactly what i was going to say is i doubt that uh you know that that you can do it for that cheap but you know who knows who knows
0: now yeah, have they open sourced facetime yet yeah. no oh just, uh, yeah. that's- Ooh, ouch <laughs> that's that's old catalog yeah no i'm still waiting for that to happen
1: myself i mean who knows uh, no, that's never going to I'll, uh, I'll keep refreshing
0: point. GitHub until it shows up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Well, um, yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Sounds good.